It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you, and that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common, too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Is it just me, or are Shaq Thompson and Frankie Luvu one of the most underrated linebacking duos going into the 2023 NFL season? I think that's the case. I'll tell you why right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as we're still in off-season mode until July 17th. When will we back to your team every day? Our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me. Julian Council on Twitter, at Julian Council, where in two weeks on the 21st, the weekly Friday mailbag will be right back here on the Lockdown Panthers podcast, either at me or DM me over on Twitter, at Julian Council. But of course, follow me first there, at Julian Council on Twitter. All right, we're back into it. Our position evaluations this week so far, we've been talking about the defense, talk about the D-line. We also talked about the edge rushers on Wednesday. Now we're going to finish up our evaluation of the front seven by talking about the linebackers, in particular the inside linebackers here on the Carolina Panthers roster heading into the 2023 season as the Panthers transition into a 3-4 scheme under new defensive coordinator Ajero Averro. So this is Pete Hansen, or Peter. He didn't really say whether he 
cared or had a preference of what you called him. But Peter, Peter Hansen, he is the inside linebacker coach, and he has two really good players that he gets to coach this year in Carolina and two guys who I think um, may make up the most underrated linebacking core in the NFL. And one of those guys, Shaq Thompson, I think it has to be the biggest name in this position group. And really the only big story about Shaq is he's back. He is back here in Carolina after there was a lot of conversation about whether he would be back considering that he had a massive cap hit, 24 and a half million dollars. And by cutting Shaq Thompson, the Carolina Panthers easily would have been able to get under the salary cap, but they would have had a massive hole in the middle of their defense and their defensive captain over the last couple of years in Shaq Thompson. And I quite frankly don't know what they would have done had they not brought back Shaq. And Shaq talked about how he wants to be here. These are his brothers. And this is the team that he wants to win a Lombardi trophy uh, for and with. And that the market also just kind of wasn't there. You look at the running back market, not great. Look at the linebacker market, especially for off-ball inside linebackers like Shaq Thompson. Not very good. So it wasn't like he had an opportunity to go elsewhere and make the kind of money he was making in Carolina. Now the last couple of years, trying to open up some cap space and maneuver things, be able to sign certain players, the Carolina Panthers gave Shaq a lot of money. And because they did that, they put Shaq in kind of a precarious situation and also the team in a precarious situation where they had to figure out how are we going to rework this deal or come up with a new deal that's respectful of the talent and the player and the meaning that he has for the organization, but also helps the team be able to sign some other players like a Von Bell, like a Hayden Hurst, who can help the team heading in 2023. Well, they're able to do that by signing Shaq to a two-year, $12.6 million contract with $8.5 million guaranteed. Also has a couple of million guaranteed coming up in the 2024 season, so should keep him on the roster for the next couple of years. And the Panthers did the trick of adding some void years, added three void years in the back end of his deal, which will end up being some dead money whenever Shaq departs, if he does depart during that time, or they'll have to use that with whatever kind of contract they sign him to as far as the salary cap goes um, and his cap hit but Shaq Thompson being in Carolina a very important deal for the Panthers and it was one of the things I talked about in my offseason to-do list that you got to find a way to keep Shaq I, I don't know whether you cut him and then bring him back on a reduced deal or if you re- rework his deal or sign him to a new deal I don't know what they had to do but they needed to bring back Shaq no matter what it took and I'm glad that they were able to do that because Shaq Thompson is someone who really knows what it's like to win in Carolina. He's one of the few guys who has seen this place and that stadium rocking when the team is on top of the world. He's also someone who has had to go through some really lean years over the last couple seasons, and he's never a guy that you have seen complain. You've never seen a guy – he's not a guy who has – been down and who has not been a leader he's been everything that you would want out of a player at that position I remember early on in his career when he was having to play behind Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis and there's people who are wondering okay we got this guy from Washington in the first round but he's not really going out there making that massive impact because he's behind these guys like when's it going to be his turn and then once it was his turn there's still people out there who didn't love the amount of money Shaq got in that deal and didn't understand oh why do the Panthers keep Shaq Thompson Well, I think you would uh, have some respect for Shaq Thompson. Now, the last four seasons since Shaq Thompson has stepped into a starting role and really been the guy in the middle of that defense, especially when um, you had guys like Tahir Whitehead here in 2020. You had Jermaine Carter Jr. as a starter in 21. Shaq Thompson was the only linebacker that you could depend on. Now, uh, the Panthers kept Denzel Perryman. 
probably a different story. And then last year, of course, is a different story with the insurgence of Frankie Louvu. But the last four seasons, Shaq Thompson has had 109 tackles, 11 tackles for loss. That was back in 2019. In 2020, 114 tackles, six tackles for loss. In 2021, had 104 tackles, nine tackles for loss. And then last year, the most tackles of his career, 135 tackles, eight tackles for loss. Now you'd like for Shaq to get it to the backfield and get the guys behind the line of scrimmage more often, but he's going out there, head on, on a swivel, all like head on fire, hair on fire too. I mean, whatever you want to say and going out there and getting after the opponent. And he's been really good. And he's also someone who you look at can be a mentor, even to Bryce Young. He had talked about when he spoke to the media a couple weeks ago that he's been telling Bryce, Hey, you know, if a linebacker moves, this is what he's doing. And he's what he's trying to see out of a quarterback just to help you moving forward. So Shaq Thompson, Solid player, good leader, and some of the Carolina Panthers absolutely needed to bring back going into the season. I'm very happy that they did. And my hope, too, for Shaq is that he can remain healthy, have another big year, and he can be a pro bowler. I've said this for multiple guys now. When the team is good, like you're going to need the offense to step up. If the team is good and the national media is paying attention to this team and fans also are paying attention to this team, you will see guys who will be pro bowlers. You'll see Derek Brown be a pro bowler. Uh, Brian Burns has already gotten the recognition, but other guys have not. I think Shaq Thompson, if he has another big year like he had last year, stays healthy, the team plays well, he can be a pro bowler. That's how many good players this team has on this defense. And he's someone who is very excited about going to a 3-4. You would think, okay, well, he's mainly been in the 4-3. He did have that one year in 19 when he became a full-time starter where he was playing in the 3-4. Would he want to go back to that? He's excited about it. He's excited about the change, excited about the leadership, and especially when you have guys like Jero Vero calling him on a daily basis and Pete Hansen calling him on a daily basis and Frank Wright calling him on a daily basis, telling him as they were trying to figure out what they're going to do with his contract, hey, we want you here. We need you here in the middle of this defense. They didn't really have any other recourse. I don't know who they were going to bet on to step in and be the starter at an inside linebacker next to Frankie had Shaq not come back, but they let it known to Shaq very early that, hey, man, we need you on this roster. And I'm happy to have Shaq Thompson on the roster, and I expect another big year to Shaq Thompson heading into 2023 worth four straight years. He's had over 100 tackles, and he has been one of the leaders, if not the leader, of this defense here in Carolina. So a great addition, or, well, not really addition, but a great to keep him here uh, heading into 2023. Now, what was a great addition was signing Frankie Louvu back in 2021. And when the Panthers did that, he came in as a special teams guy. And I don't think anyone expected what Frankie Louvu did last year in Carolina. How much better can Frankie Louvu get? We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount and bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to over under to when's the next time Ronald Acuna is going to go yard all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. No waiting around. That money's right there in your account. There's no better place to bet on the Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bonus bets that's fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel official betting partner of major league baseball this is david harrison of the locked on commanders podcast and this episode 
is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Raise your hand if you thought Frankie Louvu was going to have that kind of season last year. Seriously, raise your hand. And I will say this. There probably was at least one guy who's not related to Louvu, one person who's just a massive Frankie Louvu fan, had a number 49 jersey. There's probably one guy out there, especially on Twitter, who has some like, oh, Frankie Louvu fan account, who is saying, hey, Frankie Louvu, best linebacker in the NFL, about to show you all this year in 2022. He's about to step up and be amazing. I'm sure there's at least one guy out there who did that. But the wide general public, Panthers fans, did y'all really, in your heart of hearts, see that coming? Now, seeing as far as like projecting that to happen and believing it would happen are two different things. Like, did you believe that he could have that potential? Fine, sure, maybe you believe that. But did you really, without a doubt in your mind, think that was going to happen? If you're saying yes, you're either that one guy I'm talking about or you were a damn liar because that was not anything any of us really could have reasonably expected out of Frankie Louvu. Now, in 2021, you did see the flashes of a player who could really be a disruptor if given the opportunity. In 2021, Frankie Louvu played in 249 defensive snaps, which was 24% of the available snaps in the games that he appeared in. He also, that year, was more of a special teams guy as a core special teamer. He played in 71% of the special team snaps, playing in every single game there in 2016. So played 24%, about a quarter, or just sort of a quarter, of the defensive snaps in 2016. Had 43 tackles, eight tackles for loss, one and a half sacks. And for a guy who was a core special teamer and only played a quarter of the defensive snaps, Those are really good numbers. So the question last year was when we saw that Frankie Luva was clearly going to be the starter. And this could be an argument when you look at the defensive um, outside linebackers, the edge rushers. When you look at the edge rushers, you can start to wonder, hey, what does it look like if Haynes, who played 41% of the snaps last year, what if it happens if he plays 80? Does his numbers jump up like Frankie Luvu's? Now, Frankie Luvu played far fewer snaps in 21 than what Marquise Haynes played last year in Carolina. And his jump was significant. He played 940 defensive snaps last year, which is 92% of the available snaps in the games he appeared in. He only played in 15 games, missing two. He only played 17, 17% of the special team snaps available to him in the games that he played. So he went from a core special teamer to a every-down linebacker who barely played on special teams unless you really needed him out there in certain situations. He went from 43 tackles to 111 tackles in 2022. Had a team-high 19 tackles for loss. Brian Burns, probably the best defensive player on this roster, had 17 tackles for loss. Frankie Luvu had 19. Shaq had 8. Frankie had 19. And you look at that number and you watch the film – Not really surprising because it felt like every single down, he was right there in the backfield. We knew Luke Keekley knew the plays. Frankie Lou was not out there running out, yelling out, oh, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. 
But he seems to know the play is because he's always right there at the football and beating everyone, his man getting to pass the line of scrimmage and getting the guy down the backfield. So he was great last year. I think one of the bigger surprising things was he had seven sacks. Had one and a half the year prior, but he had seven sacks. And as we talked about on Wednesday, who's going to fill in? And be that edge rusher opposite of Brian Burns. Who's going to step up? Frankie Louvu is probably going to play more inside linebacker this year. I don't know how they're going to utilize him. If they're going to allow him to be on the outside. And it would make sense, especially if you're not going to bring in a veteran, to have Louvu be a part of the pass rushing game, considering that he was good at it, especially in the last part of the season last year, getting those seven sacks. So for him to go from 43 tackles, eight tackles for loss, one and a half sacks, so 111 tackles, a team high 19 tackles for loss, and seven sacks. That is something that I don't think anyone, other than Louvu and I guess the coaching staff, really foresaw happening a year ago. And I, do, I don't even know if Rule saw that. And you can go ahead and say, for sure, Matt Rule didn't see it. But that was a great signing. And I'll give credit, really, to Phil Snow. Because when they were looking at Sam Darnold tape, they are looking at Jets tape and all that, they saw Louvu. Felt like he was someone who can help, come help him out in special teams. And then we saw that throughout that season, Vikings game, that was special teams play. What you could see, even in the preseason, okay, this Luvu guy, Tasmanian devil, is all over the place, has high energy. That's someone who could actually be a factor, like, full-time on this team. And Frankie came out and said before last season that when he came to Carolina in 2021, his goal was to take a job, man. He's like, I'm coming here to take somebody's job. And Jermaine Carter Jr. made it easy for him. But he came out here and took Jermaine Carter Jr.'s job. And he became one of the best signings that rule staff made over the last three seasons. Frankie Louvu was awesome. My thought, too, now is how much better can he get when you go from playing a quarter of the snaps to playing 92% of the snaps? Are you going to do that again? Are you going to build off of that? Is he going to go from 141 tackles to 140? Is he going to go from 19 tackles for a loss maybe to up to like 25 to maybe the 30? Is he going to get – if he's going to get an opportunity, is he going to get 10 sacks? I, I don't know. It feels just like – I would imagine his sack numbers probably go down because I don't know if he's going to be utilized that much as a guy who's going to be after the passer. It would be smart um, if they do that. I just don't know if the scheme is going to call for him to do that as much as he did last year where they were far more multiple. But, again, Gerald Barrow has said that it's – the base and then not every team is going to strictly play a four, three or three, three. They're going to, they're going to play sub packages and have certain looks depending on the opponent that week. So depending on how the opponent looks, maybe Frankie Luba goes out there and gets more sacks. I, I'm just going to guess that he's going to probably play more of it inside and maybe he'll get some opportunities also at outside linebacker on pass rushing downs, which would make sense if this is the, uh, the group they're going to keep out there at edge rusher heading into the season. I would believe that he would continue to make a major impact um, down in and down out this upcoming season at inside linebacker. And when you look at it, too, on this roster, he's probably the best bargain the Carolina Panthers have. Now, Burns... He's getting 16 mil this year, going to get paid soon. Um, Brown, he's still a guy who hasn't gotten his money yet. He's going to get it soon. Next year, next year he'll be playing on that $11.6 million deal. Uh, I mean, Horn, if he's healthy, bargain, but he's a first-round guy. Like When you think about someone who you got off the street, probably did not expect this out of, they gave him a $1 million one-year deal. And he's currently playing on a two-year $9 million contract. Got a $1 million roster bonus for being on the roster past a certain time this offseason. Outside of that, the money going into this year is not guaranteed. Like, it should be. He should get every dime because he's earned it. 
And he's earned way more than that based off of his play. Like, if I was Frankie Luvu's agent, we are not playing football next year. Well, we would be playing, but we would be holding out. We would be saying, hey, mm, I, see that. I need to see the money. Because my client went out there and balled out. So I just need to see some more money for my client before we touch the football field again. That's where I would be. I don't think Frankie Luvu is going to do that. I would be surprised. But if I was his representation, I would be telling him, no, 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 no. You are not stepping on the field until they sign you to a long-term deal because you were phenomenal last year and you should absolutely be cashing in on your talents, your motor, and your ability to just wreak havoc every single down. I love Frankie Louvu. I look at him. I look at Shaq. And this looks like the most underrated linebacker duo in the NFL. Like, who talks about these guys on a national level? No one. I've seen... Brian Baldinger of NFL Network bring up Blue Vu because he does his, you know, his baldies, all breakdowns on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. I've seen him talk about him, but who out there outside of those outside of those guys are talking about him? It's gonna be great to be able to start the season week two on Monday Night Football against the Saints, then later on in the season get to play on Thursday night against the Bears, and who knows uh, how things shake out later on whether they play a Saturday game or they get another primetime game if they flex things out. It would be great for the entire NFL to understand just how good of a player that Derek Brown is, that Jeremy Chin is, but especially how good of a player Frankie Louvu is for the Carolina Panthers this year. And speaking of Jeremy Chin and talking about how they might be able to utilize Frankie Louvu this year and pass rushing downs, it could be possible that you got Burns on one side, in the interior, you got Shaq Thompson, you bring in Jeremy Chin there, and then at outside linebacker, you utilize Frankie Louvu. So, hey, there's a free thought for you, Jero Vero, even though I'm sure that you probably have thought about this already. And, of course, you know exactly what you're going to be doing, and you don't need this idiot's opinion on what your defense should do in 2023. But I'm excited to see what it looks like. And, man, Frankie Louvu, if he's not a fan favorite, he should be because that guy is ex- everything that you want in a Carolina Panthers player, and he's someone that everyone can be a fan of based off of what he's done last year and the year prior and just what he's done as soon as he stepped here in Carolina and the way he has carried himself and gone about his business. Frankie Louvu, I tip my cat, my cap to you, brother. You are great. All right, so we talk about Shaq. We talk about Frankie. There's other guys in this linebacker room. We talk about the rest of the position group and what they may add going into this season. In just a moment on Locked On Panthers. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line or Could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, Dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. 
So the real headliners in this linebacker room, especially the inside linebacker room, as we're breaking it down here on the show today, it's it's Shaq Thompson and Frankie Lupa. Both those guys had over 100 tackles last year. Shaq had 135, eight tackles for loss. Frankie, 11, sorry, 111 tackles. Uh, Team high, 19 tackles for loss and seven sacks. You know what you're going to get out of those guys. Those guys stay healthy. The Panthers are going to have a a dynamic duo there at at inside linebacker, and I don't really see much reason to ever bring them off the field. Now, they are probably going to get banged up a little bit at some point in time because when you play linebacker, it's happened to Shaq, it's happened to Frankie the last two years. They may miss a game, maybe two, but I, I don't really look at that being a serious issue and a big concern. Well, looking at the rest of the, the linebacker group, I do feel better about what they have behind these two than I did last year because last season, I just didn't, I didn't have much confidence in the depth, and it's still – not necessarily the, the deepest group in uh, or on the Panthers roster. But when you bring in a guy like Kamu Gruyere Hill, who started off last season in Arizona and then played in Houston, that does help you because he can be both a special teamer and also someone who can be a backup linebacker and step up and help you in certain situations this upcoming season. Last year, when he started off the year in Arizona, he primarily was a special teamer. He played only 10% of the off of defensive snaps of the games that he played, but then he played 66% of the special team snaps in those games. Then when he was traded to Houston, he then became a key defender for the Texans, playing in 85% of the defensive snaps in the games that he played, and in playing zero special team snaps. So he comes in as a special teamer, but also someone who started for, yes, what was a very bad Houston Texans football team, but someone who has been a starter and has starter experience in the NFL, but is also someone who can come in and be a really good special teamer. So you have two linebackers who can both be helpful on special teams. You have Frankie Louvu, who you would not expect to pay, play much special teams, if any at all this year. And you have Kalmu Grier-Hill, who also helps you there defensively as someone who can come in and give those guys a blow or step in if either one of them goes out for any period of time, and also someone who can help you special teams. So Kalmu Grier-Hill, I think that is an improvement from where they were last year as far as depth goes for the Carolina Panthers. Brandon Smith, all the talent in the world coming out of the state of Virginia as a five-star recruit, going to Penn State, supposed to replace Micah Parsons, and it never really happened for him. Now, fortunately, played well enough, has the physical tools and talent to where the Panthers decided we're going to use a fourth-round pick on this man. Now, last year... You saw a little bit in the preseason, but once the season got here, he didn't really play at all. Put, had eight tackles in 12 games, one start, filled in for Luvu, played 53 total defensive snaps, and he only played in 7% of the available snaps in those games in which he played. So did not get that much burn. I remember I had someone tweet at me a couple weeks ago. I was like, did I just dream that Frankie, that um, Brandon Smith had more of an impact? I was like, yes, sir, you did. Because if you look at what he actually did last year, the man barely played. And I will also bring up, too, that – Steve Wilkes, who was the interim, who's now, of course, in San Francisco as a D.C., he did point out that we need him to step up. That guy has talent. We need to see more out of him. James Franklin at Nebraska, at Penn State never got it, and so far the Panthers have not gotten it. Now, they have not necessarily needed it, and they're aided by Shaq and Frankie overall staying healthy, and now they have Kamu Grier-Hill, who they can depend on as a backup and someone who can help them in special teams. But Brandon Smith, what are they going to see out of him this year? That's what I want to know. And when you think about it, too, if Frankie has another big year and the Panthers don't sign him to a deal, he's a free agent and he could be going to the highest bidder. And I would recommend if I was his representation, as much as I want him here in Carolina long term, 
if Frankie Luvo has another season like he had last year or builds on it, then he needs to take as much money as possible. Hopefully it's here in Carolina. The Panthers should have the cap space to do it, but he should take as much money as possible, whatever his market is out there, because this is the, probably the only time he's ever going to get paid big-time money in the NFL. So if that's the case and you may lose Frankie Luvu, not trying to manifest this or say it's going to happen, just looking ahead to that's a player that you're going to have to pay. And think about it. You still got to pay Burns. You're going to have to pay Derek Brown. You're going to have to pay Jeremy Chin. There's other guys out there who need to get paid. And who knows how DJ Chark plays. may have to pay him. You see, it starts to add up. And who's going to be the priority? You would think Frankie Luvu is someone that you would want to keep around. But if you don't keep him around long-term, Brandon Smith, got to see something out of you, man. It's in the fourth round that is a player that you think, at least by year three, would develop into someone who can really help you uh, on a down-by-down basis. So we'll see. Um, Chandler Wooten, also on the roster, someone who probably would make the team right now. Played nine games last year. It was a score. It was a core special teamer. Fifty-six percent of the available special team snaps in those games that he played, he played in them. You would expect him to be back, and he's also someone who maybe develops into a good linebacker in the NFL. He was a better college player at Auburn than Brandon Smith was at Penn State, if we're being honest. If and if you watched the Auburn Tigers at Penn State and the Lions, Chandler Wooten helps you on special teams and has shown in the past, at least in college in the SEC, that he can help you. Um, as a every down linebacker. So that's someone I'm interested to see what his development looks like because I do like Chandler Wooten, think he's a good player, and I uh, feel like he would probably be on the roster. Now, the other guys that are also going to be there um, during training camp, got Aaron Mosby, who's back, got Jordan Thomas, um, who's a good story. And then you also have Ace Ely out of Georgia Tech, who I, I really loved what he did last year with the Yellow Jackets. And I, that's somebody I would love to see who ends up making um, the practice squad if possible. But looking at it right now, it looks like Shaq Thompson, Frankie Louvu, Kamu Greer Hill, Brandon Smith, Chandler Mooton. Oh, yeah, but, uh, duh, and Bumper Pool as well at linebacker. That's another person who, if Smith doesn't show you enough, Bumper Pool is someone who could come out there and take his job. Like, nothing is given. Like He got drafted in fourth round last year. Typically, you're going to keep fourth-round picks. But for him, Barno, there's two guys that, hey, man, we got some other guys. We might not have, For Barno's case, they did draft someone out of position. At a... Brandon Smith case, they didn't, but they brought in some younger guys who have performed at a higher level than you have back in the college game. And that may give provide more like in special teams than you have so far. So don't don't get cut, man. And I'm not sitting here saying he's gonna get cut. I'm just saying that there's some players out there, like a um Jordan Thomas, maybe like AC Lee or really Bumper Pool, who could come out here and make this roster. I think at least Bumper Pool is probably a practice squad guy for the Panthers and could have a role on this team down the road. That's exciting uh, player that they got as a UDFA. That could help out. All right, so that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, y'all, make sure to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter at Julian Council, where in two weeks on the 21st, the weekly Friday mailbag is back here. It'll be the only chance that you get to ask questions heading into training camp so get those questions in over the next couple of weeks uh, so either at me or dm me in order to do that in the meantime be safe be happy be whole as always keep pounding and i will talk to you on monday where i believe 
we'll be talking about the cornerbacks. Is that what we're doing? Yes, cornerbacks. We'll be talking about cornerbacks on Monday. JC Horn, Dante Jackson, can they stay healthy? Please, fingers crossed. Hope that happens. Talk to you all then. Enjoy your weekend. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.